Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If you're familiar with the concept of an Easter egg, now I don't mean the kind that's actually going to be found at Easter and the kids running all over the field grabbing eggs like a frenzy, which is fantastic fun, by the way. I mean, when somebody makes a film or a TV show and they put something in there for you to find, something you're not likely to see the first time, something that's really designed to require you to know a lot about the thing, and then when you find it, it's extra cool for the super fans, especially if they've watched it 10, 20, 30 times with the ability to pause, something that we didn't always have back in the day, right? Well, that same kind of thinking, and sometimes even more so, goes into the manufacturing of logos. Graphic designers go way out of their way to build cool stuff into the simple little designs that you see all around you all the time that are the logos for brands you know all too well. Now, this became a thing this week in a story at Newsweek where a woman was shocked to find that her son showed her something about Toblerone candy bars that she had never seen before. You know, Toblerone, the Swiss chocolate with the little crunches inside that comes shaped like a triangle. It's got odd little divots between each piece, and it comes wrapped in foil inside of a yellowish-orange triangular-shaped tube. It's very cleverly designed. But that's not what he noticed. As she put on social media, my son had his first Toblerone today. What's the bear for? To which she said, what bear? And then she looked again and said, I was today years old when I found out there's a bear in the Toblerone logo. And sure enough, if you look at it again, and I'm sure you will now, just to the left of the red lettering of Toblerone, there is a mountain. It's kind of faded looking, but it's made up of white and dark spaces. And the white spaces, as clear as day, have a bear rampant in white across the mountain. You know, rampant like a lion on a crest, front legs up, back legs down. And once you see it, you can never not see it. Why? Well, because Bern, the city in Switzerland where Toblerone is originated, it's the city of bears. And there's even a B-E-R-N in the lettering if you look a little bit more closely, so not all that surprising. But when I saw this story, I did exactly what my brain always does. Massive, giant rabbit hole. I started looking at all the logos that have weird, interesting meanings in their designs. For example... You know the Tour de France logo? The one that's kind of black, scrawly text with a little yellow sun, and it's got a little dot in the O and a dot to the right of the R? Well, if you cover up Le T and then France and the duh and just hold your hand over so you can see the two zeros, it's very clearly a bicyclist. And I'd never seen it before. And that's what I saw in so many of these logos as I was looking around. Now, you're probably familiar with the NBC logo, right? The green and orange and blue and magenta. Okay, well, there's a peacock in the middle of the feathers, right? But that's pretty well known. That's their symbol. They call NBC the peacock. The colors stand for pride. Of course, today that has other meanings. That one's fairly well known. Some of these, however, are so obvious once you realize it, but not as obvious if you didn't know. Take Levi's. That red logo that kind of looks like a trapezoid with uh, two chunks cut out of the bottom in the shape of arcs below the white lettering. Well, the arcs represent the stitching on the pocket of a Levi. In fact, if you look at any pair of Levi's from behind, you'll see this is exactly the pattern of the top half of the pocket. I would recommend just as a safety tip that maybe you do your research online instead of getting caught staring at somebody's pockets to verify. 
the Baskin-Robbins logo, that pink and blue logo with the Tim Burton-esque lettering on the right-hand side, and then on the left, you have a mishmash of pink and blue. Well, the right side of the B and the left side of the R is a 31 for 31 flavors. That one's pretty easy. Amazon. You say black lettering, no big deal, and then that weird swishy thing with the tip on it that a lot of people have misinterpreted as being other things, but no, if you look pretty clearly, it's a smile. That's well-known. Not as well-known is that the smile goes from A to Z, representing all of the things that Amazon delivers. The Beats headphone logo, the red circle with the minimalistic B in the center of it, if you're looking at a person, their head from the side, wearing Beats headphones, This is what it looks like. The B is the headphones. This is one you might have noticed before, but FedEx, the purple Fed, and the orange X, in the middle of the X, you have an arrow pointing to the right, representing efficiency, speed, precision, going somewhere. In some cases, it's purple, but typically it's white. That's not all that exotic of a one, but here's one that you might have not noticed. Pinterest, the red circle with the cursive P. Look again at the P. It's not just a P, it's a pin. Like, it shows the outline of a pin, which is kind of their thing. The Toyota logo is kind of interesting. The silver oval with another oval inside and then a turned 90 degrees oval on top of that. Depending on which arcs of this logo you include or exclude, you can spell all the letters of T, O, Y, O, T, and A. You have LG, which is the magenta circle that if you look with the winking face that the LG logo is, is actually also an L for the nose and a G for the face. Chick-fil-A's red cursive letters have a rooster, chicken, in the sea. Adidas, those three stripes, that's a mountain, as in the obstacles or the activities that you endure when you're wearing Adidas footwear. Subway sandwiches, the logo has a little arrow pointing off of the S to the left and an arrow pointing off of the Y to the right. That's for the entrance and the exit from a subway station. The Milwaukee Brewers logo, this is kind of an interesting one. From the 70s to the 90s, the Brewers had that blue mitt logo that's very recognizable. It's definitely a throwback that a lot of Brewers fans like to wear on their caps today. But if you look a little bit more closely, the fingers of the glove, that's an M for Milwaukee. And the thumb and the palm of the glove, oh, that's very clearly a B for the Brewers. I must have seen this logo 10,000 times. I never noticed. Domino's Pizza, the blue and white text of Domino's Pizza, and then the red Domino, which has three dots on it. They wanted to originally add a dot every single time they opened a location. They quickly realized there wouldn't be enough space on the Domino for all of those pips, so they just stuck with three, the number of original locations they had. The Paramount is kind of interesting. You know, that mountain with this scrawly Paramount and the black sunset and then the stars all around the outside. You know the stars, okay? There were originally 24 stars. That represented the number of movie stars that Paramount had at the time of the logo's inception. It's since been reduced to 22. Nobody's exactly sure why. little ominous. I don't ask questions. The G in the Goodwill logo, the, you know, blue square on the black background with the white lettering. Oh, it's a face, a happy, smiling face. And there's two of them, both Gs, if you look again. Nintendo GameCube, the cube inside the cube is really a G and a C. Again, look again, you'll see. Cisco is weirdly one of my favorites. I can't quite tell you why, but the red letters at the bottom and then the blue strength of signal bars above that, also in the shape of the Golden Gate Bridge from San Francisco, where Cisco is based. It's a throw-off a little bit because they're blue, and the Golden Gate Bridge, of course, is that deep rust color, but still pretty cool. You can't unsee it once you've noticed. The Wendy in Wendy's, 
with the red hair and the blue ties on her hair and the little high collar. The collar itself spells mom. It's easier to see when it's only in a couple of colors. When it's got all the colors, it's a little cluttered to notice, but definitely when you see one of the logos with just two colors, very easy to tell. And then my personal favorite, only because it's so clear, and I have seen this logo so many times, and I never noticed. Tostitos. If you look at the Tostitos logo, and maybe it's just because we never look at it, but how many times have you seen a bag of Tostitos, right? The semi-artistic black lettering on the gold and brown background Well, if you look, the T on the left is a person with their arms up. The T on the right is a person with their arms up. They are sharing, or perhaps fighting over, a chip between them. And that chip is suspended over a bowl of salsa, which is the dot in the eye. It's as clear as a bell once you see it. And you'll never be able to not see it. So yes, logos can be very clever. Sometimes too clever, but that's okay. I just think it's cool that there are graphic designers out there who come up with this stuff that can have so much meaning in such a simple thing as a company icon. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to The Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek.